I've been a liar, been a thief, been a lover, been a cheat. All my sins need holy water, feel it washing over me. A little one, I don't want to admit to something. If all it's gonna cause is pain, truth in my lies right now are falling like the rain. So let the river run. He's coming home with his neck scratch to catch black, sweat jackets and dress slacks, mismatch on his breast. Hey, welcome back to the Life of an Average Joe podcast. I uh, hope you guys are having a great, uh, whatever it is, day, uh, night, you know, whatever, wherever and whenever you're listening to this. Hope you guys are having a good one. This is part two. Uh, I don't have a clever title. I don't have any <laughs> any gimmick. This is a little bit different podcast for me, actually, but I, I felt like it's been an important topic. So this is part two of my, my perception uh, podcast, I guess. You could call it. Maybe I will come up with a name before I publish this. I doubt it. But this is part two. If you haven't listened to part one yet, I suggest you go back and listen to it because I'm really not going to do a recap or a detailed recap. I really wanted to do this podcast. You know, I've had a lot of conversations with friends, uh, people that I've met online, uh, not in some weird, creepy, you know, dating thing. Uh, just through different apps, uh, fellow podcasters, um, people at work, you know, and about perception because, you know, we, we live in a world right now where perception is changed dramatically. Um, you are sometimes fed a certain perception. You know, if you watch one news channel, for example, a coverage of something, they're going to give it to you through their perception. They're not reporting the news anymore. They're not telling you the facts they're giving it through their views opinions and perception and if you continue to watch that news station for much time um for a long time you will actually start to believe them and, and i shouldn't say that that's a hundred percent factual but you will genuinely start to think the way they think it'll change your perception on things but if you go to another news channel, you're going to see a very different story. Perception. Perception is huge. It's why artists and musicians and actors work so hard to show you an image. You know, if you have an actor, like, so you've got an actor like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. And I say this. Because he's on social media so much. He is so huge in social media. He's in all kinds of movies, TV, and, and obviously the WWE, um, or was. <clears throat> you have an image of him. You know, when he crossed over into the movies, he's The Rock. Because everything we knew about him was from wrestling. But now he's playing a different role. And then he's playing another role. And then now he's Dwayne Johnson. He was The Rock then he was Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and now he's Dwayne Johnson. He's still The Rock, but he is Dwayne Johnson. And he's in all kinds of movies, whether they be action comedies or what have you. And you have an image of what he is based on interviews, based on what you see on social media. And he works really hard to stay positive and be in a positive limelight in social media for a multitude of reasons. One, because I believe thoroughly my perception of him is that he is a good guy. It, it, it seems like it. I've, I've met him, and he was a good guy a long time ago. But what, I've seen him interact with fans, 
what he does with his family, what he posts on social media. He seems like a nice guy. That is my perception. I don't know him. We don't hang out. I wish we did, but we don't hang out. But that's the perception. And he gives you that image because he does not want to have a bad perception because it'll affect his bottom line. And again, he's a good guy. But in the industry he's in, if he takes a hit publicly or he takes a hit on social media, it affects his paycheck. So all these people work really hard to give you a perception. But we have to remember they're all human. And everybody has a bad day. But what I was really talking about and how this whole thing came into fruition was how sometimes our perception of ourselves get, gets lost. And there's a lot of time that we go through years of not knowing who we are. Am I the GM of a nightclub? Am I the bar manager? Am I a writer? Am I a podcaster? Am I the dad? Am I the boyfriend, the husband, the, the friend, and the brother, the son? What role do I have to play today? Not only what role do I have to play today, how do I have to act? And we get lost. We get so lost. And then, God forbid, you create an image of yourself on social media that is like a curtain of who you really are. Now that's an image. So if you, if you let out a different image than what you put on social media, how will that affect you? So there's all these things, but the, the reality is we're all pieces. I am or was the GM. I am a dad. I am a son. I am a brother. I'm not a husband or a boyfriend, but I was. Those were pieces of me. I didn't have to change who, you know, I, I didn't have to change who I was if I could have just incorporated all those things, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in the middle, if I... It, it would have been a much better experience in life. The problem is I openly admit that I either held things back or didn't give everybody a good view on who I was at times. And it has come back to bite me, you know, even with jobs, you know, and this is why it's so important in life. And and I don't know why it's taken me so long to realize this why it's so important in life to just be good. (laughs) You know, we all make mistakes and make bad choices, but when you go to work and you do the best you can and you leave and you go back to work and you do the best you can and you leave, or if you're in a position of quote unquote power, you have to be the leader. And I'm, through the 20 plus years I was in the service industry, I was really good at my job. I was really good at it. I'm going to tell you right now, this is cocky and maybe, maybe some people disagree and quite frankly, I don't care. Um, I was one of the best. I know that sounds really cocky to say. I can't say that about much in my life. I, I, because I don't believe that or feel that way. But when it came to running a bar and knowing what it took and, and putting the work in and the effort in or to running a nightclub and knowing what it takes to be successful, I was really good. And I have no problem with that. 
I learned a lot from some great people along the way, and I'm not going to get into that, but I was really good. The perception was that Brandon is the guy to get things done. It's why I got jobs that, quite frankly, yes, I was qualified for, but somebody who had a better education and better, bigger experience should have got, but they chose me because of my results and because I know how to sell myself. And that's why I got some of those jobs. Now, was I always good at the job once I was there for a while? No. There were some jobs I just flaked out on. I let my personal life get in, uh, you know, take over too much. Uh, I became bigger than the job, which is never a good thing. Um, Wasn't humble enough. But the perception was Brandon's going to get it done, so we're going to put up with all this crap because we know he's going to get it done. And, And honestly, it was one of those perceptions where it worked and they weren't wrong but it also turned into a thing of well this is all you know this is the only industry you know because this is all you're in and I got denied a lot of jobs when I sat there and got out of the industry because the perception was well yes you've had management experience yes you've got marketing yes you've got this and that but it's all been in this industry what you know how can you apply that to this industry or this industry. And I didn't get those jobs because the perception was that I couldn't apply it and they went with somebody better and probably cheaper. So perception works both ways. So when you go to a job, you you need to leave that good impression and perception. There are still people to this day with certain jobs that I have left that believe I've left for one reason, which, which wasn't true, or believe that I am no longer at the job for something they heard, and that's their perception, but they know nothing about it. We can't sit there and focus on that and change people's perception of us. It's, it, why, why would you want to change somebody's perception of you? That seems like the biggest waste of time to me because the reality is, what, what do you gain from that? What do you gain from that? If you want somebody in your life, then they have to accept you for who they are, who you are, good, bad, and ugly. If they don't, and they're still bringing up something from the past or a story they heard, and they can't get over it, why are you going to put that effort in to sit there and change their mind? What is that going to benefit? How is that going to benefit you? So you can be under a microscope the rest of your life? And frankly, I, I... there's a, a lot of people out there that have a, a perception of me that's probably negative or just not true. Some probably deserving, others not. doesn't matter. I can't change it, and frankly, I don't care. I, I'm too old to care. I have other things. There, I have other people in my life that, that are more important than to worry about what other people's views are of me. And most importantly, that person is myself because for the longest time, I've had a hard time figuring out exactly who I am. That sounds crazy at the age of almost 43. God, I'm going to be 43. You know, for the longest time, I kept on telling everybody I was going to be 42 because I forgot. That's how, that's how insignificant birthdays are for me. That's why I forget birthdays all the time because I just don't care about mine. But God, I'm going to be 42 or 43. See, I did it again. Um... I don't know why it took me so long to realize that the most important person 
And really, the only person's view that matters is mine. You know, as far as when it comes to myself. The only opinions that matter are the opinions of what I have on myself. Yeah, I care about what my, my friends think, and I care about what my, my good people think and my crew. But other than that, no, I don't. I, I really, I can't tell you how much I don't care. Yeah, it might bother me once in a while. It might get to me. But I, in the grand scheme of things, my level of care, I, you have no idea. Now, it sounds like I contradict what I said earlier in the first part where I talked about, you know, people's views on me was, oh, well, Brandon doesn't care. He, he gets over it. It's very different. Caring about somebody's opinions doesn't matter. Caring about the fact that you are losing friends for, and you can't figure out why, like I talked about in the first episode of this two-parter, last week's episode, yeah, that bothers me. Looking at a situation where my inner circle is not, can't even really be a circle anymore. And, that, and, and, and again, that happens in life. You get older, you get different jobs, different schedules, your friends get older, relationships, kids, they move. That, all that happens, and I'm okay with that because back in high school, I had a never-ending list of people that I could hang out with. Yes, I had my core, but a never-ending list. I never ran out. You know, I just, and, and I say the Rolodex because we didn't have cell phones back then. I scrolled through the Rolodex. Oh, so-and-so can hang out next. So-and-so can't. Oh, next, next, next. It didn't matter. I had a bunch of people that all they wanted to do was hang out. In my 20s, I had a bunch of people that all they wanted to do was hang out. I don't know if any single one of them were my friends, to be, to be real with you. I mean, yes, I talk about Paulie and, and Ken and all that, but, and, and obviously they were real, but I could have called up a group of people at any given time. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I had people come over to my apartment you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 people every week and just hanging out, hanging out. Oh, man, you're the best. Oh, we got beer. Oh, we got drinks. You're the best. And then they all left, and I was just there. You know, if I wasn't dating somebody or whatever. Because that's, that's what I was known. You know, I was known as just the guy to have fun. Nobody gave a crap that, really. I was kind of lonely. And maybe I didn't portray that enough or convey that enough, and I probably didn't because I had to put on my, my suit. I had to put on my armor. I had to put on my Iron Man outfit. I had to, I had to be the, the guy who just kept his mouth shut about his feelings because that's who I was in other people's eyes. Even though inside, in my own eyes, I knew the, the truth. That's not the way to be. You know, it's not the way to be. And, and I have a, a job now that's more important than what I get paid for, and that's to raise my son and let him work through those things and show him vulnerability. I can't talk today, probably because I'm exhausted. Um, show him confidence. Show him strengths and weaknesses. Let him know my strengths and weaknesses. Let him know that we keep going. We keep trying. He can't see a pretend situation. He can't see fake it till you make it 24-7 a day from his dad. He needs to see dad. No, he doesn't need to see me all depressed or, obviously. But he needs to learn that it's okay that if you are hurt, it's okay to be hurt. If you are crying because you felt, you know, that's, that's okay. You'll be all right. And then you toughen up and you move on. 
he needs to see it's okay to feel let down or, or stuff like that, you know? And work through that process so it makes you a better individual. He doesn't need to see, oh, don't worry about it. Just don't show, you know, never let anybody know what you're truly thinking. And that's, there's, there's some truth to that. There is some truth. You don't have to tell everybody what you're thinking all the time. You don't have to let everybody in. Some people don't deserve to be in. But the ones that do, let them in or you're going to lose them. And I know that in times in my life, because I had an image of what I thought I was supposed to be or what I was or what certain people viewed me as, or I, I just became this character so much, I know I lost people in my life. I do. Friends that, that bounced. Um, bad girlfriends, probably. Because I didn't let them in. Or I blew an opportunity. Because I didn't tell them exactly how I felt because I rolled on with a situation nonchalantly. I had a girl tell me one time, you're the greatest dude ever and you're the, your own worst enemy. Because you won't let people in. You won't be honest with yourself. And you won't be honest with anybody else. And I hadn't talked to her in a long time since. She bounced. And she wasn't wrong. She was not wrong. And now I'm 43 years old, you finally figure it out. So the last half of my life, I'm not worried about what people's perception is of me. I hope they view, view me in a good way. I hope when they listen to this podcast that they understand and they enjoy it or laugh or hate it or cry or whatever. Um, I hope they don't get a false image. But in the same sense, I, I, I am who I am. I'm real. You know, I am very real. And, you know, I was talking to some other people. Uh, like when I was talking to Chris, you know, uh, I, I'm just going to tell you how it is. I tell that to Stuart all the time. Look, man, I'm going to say it how it is. I'm not going to beat around the bush. We do trash talk. I'm like, hey, man, I'm just going to say this because I'm not going to beat around the bush. But there was a time I, I probably was very real 50% of the time. Now I feel like I'm pretty real 100% of the time. Pretty close. And that's a huge improvement. And I don't worry about what people's perception is. I really hope they have a good one, but if they don't, I can't, I can't change that. If they had a bad experience in their life with me or we didn't get along or we, we had some negative situation, a negative moment, and, and that's what they hold on to, I, I can't change that. And I'm not going to try. Because perception can be skewed and perception is not reality. It's only the reality that you create. And the only perception that matters is how you perceive yourself. And that's a really hard thing to come to. It's taken me a long time to come to that, but I realize it. And I think it's important. I think it's important for us to move on that way and talk about it and, and, and understand that moment, you know, because there are some really good people in my life that aren't in my life anymore because of some, you know, because of, because of me. And I don't know necessarily if they would be in my life now, but I don't think that we would have had the ending we did. You know, that girl might not have said that. Not that I'm you know, trying to chase her down and get in a relationship. God knows I don't want that. But I'm just saying. And then there's other people that you could walk on water and they're still going to think something of you. They're still going to perceive you the way that you're not. And whatever. You know what? I'll live rent-free in your head if that's the way it is and, and have fun with that because I don't care. So, um, 
But yeah, perception. I, I think the biggest point of all this is there's always another side. What you see on the Life of an Average Joe podcast is multiple moments in my life. It's like a kaleidoscope of just spinning moments in my life. Some good, some bad, some funny, some sad, all that. I just I sound like Dr. Seuss. I'll probably get banned. <laughs> um, but that's what you see, you know? And it's real. And I, I wanted to show this side because I think you got to be a little vulnerable sometimes. And, and you guys have supported me for a while on this project. And I want to be a little vulnerable and, and get real, you know? So... So that's it. It's a short episode. It's part two of the life of an average show. Man, I tell you what. <laughs> uh, we got to get into some fun. So the next episode, next week, we are going to fifth grade camp. That's right. Pack your bags, pack, get your sunscreen, uh, get your retainer boat. Um, girls grab whatever. And let's go to fifth grade camp. And let's talk because I had the privilege of going to fifth grade camp and being the only school in my district that was able to go because all the other schools weren't. And it was an amazing time. And I'm hoping that by the time I record it, I can remember the name of this camp. I'm going to have to do some research and dig and dig. And I, I don't know, but I definitely remember the stories and we got a lot of stories. And we got stories of things that happened after fifth grade camp from the people we met. Fifth grade, folks. Fifth grade. Remember that. This isn't high school. This isn't college. This is fifth grade. And I'm excited to talk about it because I think it's funny. And it it shaped some of the things that happened in the life of an average Joe. So, again, Brandon Navarra here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Leave your comments, of course. You can email me. Did you know that? Did you guys know that you can email the life of an average Joe. You didn't know that? You can. You can email the life of an average Joe at gmail.com. That's right. The life of an average Joe at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out all the pictures, like uh, the Ed Sharon picture I got, some pictures from Chicago, uh, over on the Life of an Average Joe podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And again, I got a plug. I got to plug my boys over here. Okay, I got to plug my boy Chris, all right? Front Stairs Talks podcast, episode 20. I was uh, a guest on there, and I, I'll be honest with you, it was a great experience. So, um, But besides my episode, which I highly recommend you listen to, ignore the technical difficulties. That's what happened when somebody's in Boston an hour ahead of time, and I'm in Texas, and we're both exhausted. It's worth it. A couple minutes in, it'll get over it. It's a good conversation. That's Front uh, Front Stairs Talks podcast. You can find it right here on Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Audible, Amazon Music, all kinds of crap, man. It's everywhere. But check it out. Episode two with Chris, or episode two, episode 20 with Chris, and then you can go ahead and listen to the rest of him because he's got some great guests on there. Um, I'm very, very excited to, uh, to be part of that and looking forward to having him back on. All right, we'll see you next Wednesday. Remember, we're here every Wednesday. We, I'm, I don't think I'm going to have a special guest on for a while, so it's just going to be me. Um, I do have a special guest lined up sometime in October, I believe, for one of the Halloween episodes. Um, we'll see if, if, if he's still willing to do it. If not, it'll be uh, November before I get any special guests on. But uh, check it out. Check it out. I appreciate you guys. And don't forget to send me a message and comment. And uh, have a great night, day, morning, evening. 
afternoon. I'm out. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Life of an Average Show podcast wherever you listen. I am your host, Brandon Avera, and I really appreciate the support. I wanted to take a minute, though, and tell you, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and give me an email. Just drop an email in at thelifeofanaveragejoe at gmail.com, or you can check out the Facebook page, The Life of an Average Joe Podcast, featuring Brandon Avera, as well as Instagram or Twitter, The Life of an Average Joe Podcast. And don't forget to check out Trash Talk every Tuesday at 8 a.m. with myself and Stuart Sachs uh, right here on Anchor or any other platform that you stream. All my friends in Texas and Austin specifically, if you guys are looking for some beer, obviously we have a lot around us. Oasis Texas Brewing, great company, great brewery, great people, great beer. Look, I know they're a sponsor, but I would not sit here and drink crappy beer. Sorry, if Bud Light called me right now and said, we want to sponsor you, okay, I'd probably take them. But I wouldn't drink it. But I do drink this beer. I've, it's a great group of guys and a great brewery. If you're ever in Texas or in Austin, I know there's a lot of stuff to do there. Go on down and check them out. Being able to sit out there, eat a great burger that they have right there in their kitchen, drink a Metamodern IPA, or an Oktoberfest, which by the way, uh, Chris, I'm still waiting for some, okay? So make sure you get that to me, man. Um, It might not even be your fault, but I need it. But you can just drink a great beer and sit and look out at the lake. It's a really beautiful brewery. I mean, that's what drew me to them. And again, I know they're a sponsor, but I promise you, I would not drink their beer if I didn't like them. And I drink it. And I'm looking forward to getting down there in a couple months where we're gonna do a live podcast from Oasis Texas Brewing in Austin. So it's kind of Texy. It's like sexy, but Texas, it's Texy. All right, thanks again for everything. I really appreciate your support. Don't forget to drop some comments and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode.